Hello. Hey, Merlin. How are you? I'm great, Dan. How are you? Pretty good. Woo. Yeah. Yes. Good. I'm killing it. Yeah. Killing it. That's a good feeling, you know. Oh, I get like two of these a year. That's two. it. Just two. Oh, if I'm lucky. Yeah. Just uh-huh. killing it. Killed it. Yeah. Kill, killed it. It was Tuesday. It's the optimistic day. Yeah. Uh, I got great sleep. Good. Like categorically great. Like sleep. like verified. Like with your device. Oh, you know it. Okay. I had a significant HR dip. What's that? And that's what you're looking for. My problem is my HR dip. I got to get my HR dip. <laughs> well, that's funny to say, but I got to get my HR dip up. Oh, it's going to come my, up. Yeah, you want to dip. You want to see a big delta between the when you're awake heart rate and the when you're asleep heart rate. And then you want a nice low when you wake up heart rate. Mm. And it's nice to have uh, good, uh, what's uh, HRV, heart rate variability. Mm-hmm. You want that to be high. See, at this point, and I don't even want to know what I've got. Yeah. Well, I can see the difference. I see the difference. What else happened? Oh, there's so much has happened. Some of which I have here in uh, in um, a section I call topics to talk about. But, but skip all of that. We have something very important to talk about. Let's just... just damn it. Let's talk about something important. Okay. Dan, you've released an important new video that you need to share with our audience. Oh, I, yes. Uh, we, we, we did a little video. Um... It, I was surprised to see myself in it. We didn't talk about that, but other than are you, that... Are you all right with this? I guess I need to be. <laughs> I can take it out. I know you can. But uh, no, but I thought it was a really good... To, please tell people about this video. They should see it. They're going to be very excited about your service. Well, more than two years ago, I um, I came out with Fireside, the podcast hosting platform, and um, and I've never done... We, we did sponsor a couple of like podcasts about podcast making. But other than that, I've never really done any real marketing. I've talked about it on this show with you a lot and, uh, and I've tweeted about it, but we've never done any, like any kind of promotion for it at all. So I thought after two years, maybe it was about darn time to do something. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so I actually had very little to do with it. Hattie did um, my my longtime five by five producer, and now she does all the support at Fireside as well, and and other things like that. Um, she she created. She's she, great. She's. I want to also mention. I don't know how much you talk about the advertising end, but she's she very does all helpful that, yeah. to me in uh, helping with ads on another program that I do. She's great to work with. Yeah, super super great. So she came up with the whole thing. She scripted it. She you know did little. Um, storyboarding, I guess is the word for it. And yeah, she, re- sure. she recorded almost all of it. And I just sort of took the pieces and assembled them together. And, uh, and so there was, there was, uh, anyway, it, it, it turned out really, really great. She did a great job and it will, uh, but tell people what it does. It walks you through, walks you through what fireside is in about two minutes. It's a little tour. Do. Yeah. It's got that Dan Benjamin polish to it. The UI looks beautiful and you can go in and, and make things and it does stuff and you have one click import of your old feed, mm. which is amazing. You can put it on all those services, some of which are terrible, but it's important. <laughs> yes. You can do that. You could do it all. It's all in there. And it's such a, I'm, I'm being honest. It's a very well done video. I hope people will watch it. It's already in show notes for episode. Dan, I want to hear You're more about this video. Too, Where would people find show notes for episode 415? The, oh. OG, the OG zip code. Ah, for, uh, that's area code. Right. Where would people find information for episode 415 of your back to work program? Uh, they can go to 5x5.tv slash B as in boys. Two is in the number. W is in walrus slash 415. Five. Uh, thanks for putting that in there, Merlin. And yes, there is a pic. There is a for about 
Uh, I would say, I think, I think it's yes. 0.5 seconds. You get to see a photograph of Merlin and I podcasting. My jaw looks huge. I look, I look, you I look, look great. Like you look great. No, you look good. That is, that is from when you and I recorded a podcast in the, I think it's the Macworld offices in San Francisco. Like, I don't know how many years ago. Five years ago, maybe. Zooms are always hot. They're always very hot. It's very hot. And so here was the thing. We originally, I had just showed a screen, and this is, you know, inside baseball, but Mm -hmm. I had just showed a screenshot of the website showing the little, like, who is fireside thing. And I was, you know, that was the last thing before we were done with the video. And I'm like, there, I want to show, how do you, like, show podcasting? How do you show podcasting? And I said, well... I don't have any pictures of myself podcasting, mainly because I don't like pictures of myself. And second, because I it, pictures of people podcasting <laughs> it's not the is, most exciting thing is to boring. Look at. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of boring. Like anytime somebody's like, Dan, I'm going to be in town on, you know, visiting uh, Austin and let, let me come to the studio. I can't wait to see it. I'm like, well, yeah. it's a, it's a messy office with a desk and a microphone on it. That's, I don't really want you to see it, Pretty sexy. but we can go get barbecue somewhere. Um, yes. So I was looking through all I, I did the unthinkable, which is I launched photos mm-hmm. and I was scrolling through trying to find pictures. So I found two screenshots of when I used to do the Dan Benjamin hour of the little camera, the like spy camera I had in there. I'm like, okay, I'll use those. Uh, somebody had given me a picture when I interviewed Weird Al and I'm like, I got to use that. I'm like, but I, I, it, they just, it, they lingered too long on those three photos. I'm like, it's too, it doesn't seem interesting enough. And I'm like, well, is there anything else? And Hattie said, wait a second. I have one, a picture <laughs> of when you recorded podcasts in the New Relic studio in San Francisco. And when you had all the guests coming in and everything, I said, great. And, but we couldn't find any of that. And I said, all right, what about, what about that time I recorded with Merlin in there? And mm-hmm, she's like, well, mm-hmm. don't you need to get his permit? She said this to me. Don't mm-hmm. you need to get his permission to use his likeness during the video? <laughs> and I said, probably, nah. but I'm doing it anyway. So. It's better to ask <laughs> something than it's another thing. No, it's totally, it's totally fine. No, I just, I, no, no you're, you're, you're selling past the clothes. I just want to make sure people watch this. It's on YouTube. Very sweet of you to mention it. Thank you. Oh, God. Um, it's a good video. You can find it in the show notes, and I suggest you check it out and give uh, give Fireside a spin. And I get. Do we still call him King Marco or just Marco now? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a little. I got it. a little clip Overcast in there. Um, Overcast show, is a very good app. Very. It's you know, there are so many apps out there, but they keep getting bought up by other people. Didn't NPR bought pod, one of the casts? Yeah, da- podcast, Pocket Cast, and then uh, anyway. They're getting all snatched up. And of course, um, I don't like that very much. I like too much snatch. I like the <laughs> independence of, Let's be honest. of mm-hmm. Marco and the stuff that he's doing in there. So I thought that was the right one to use to show the fast downloads. It's a lot like, um, I don't know what, like a text editor where it's like, I understand, I can understand why you might not want to use the one that I like, but like, I can't imagine using anything else. <laughs> too much, too much snatch. Yeah, that's right. And type that down. Um, uh, so good job to you and your team on that. <laughs> uh, other exciting things. 
I am so excited. You know what? I don't know why. I'm just I'm just saying things. Um, you know, uh, I was really excited to wake up this morning, and the best push notification that I got this morning is that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is out. It said your pre-order is available. Yes, me I too. thought it was coming out in March. Oh, cool. No, I knew I, thought- I knew it was the 26th. I've been excited. I pre-ordered oh it God. too. And it I I got I got I got a Blu-ray. And the iTunes version. Really? I probably don't need it. Well, because I have concerns, as you know. Yeah. Nolan's concern yeah. was that it would not s- stream well because of the massive amount of movement on screen oh, so much of the time. Yeah. So, And already people are going to be mad because it looks jumpy on purpose. But uh, yeah, I got both. Yeah, we even, I, I my daughter woke up and I was like, you, this is a rare moment where you're going to get to watch TV in the morning. Oh, you guys and, watched it this morning? That's awesome. No, 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 no. Just, just, uh, I was like, what do what, you pick a scene? She's like, we got to go to Aunt May's basement. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great scene. What, what, what's, the, what's the wind blowing? We're in a basement. The wind follows me and the wind smells like rain. <laughs> she wanted to see Penny Parker. But yeah, we got it. And I'm so very excited. You know, this is a movie that probably does not need another person to say it's really good, but it's such a special movie. And oh, I think yeah. about it so much. And, uh, you know, cast your vote for really good uh, animation. Just won a, uh, what do they call an Oscar? Yeah, yeah. I loved mm-hmm. it. I loved this movie. I'm super excited because my, my son got to see it, but my little girl hasn't seen it. She's seven, and I think that she yeah. is ready for it. So, um, and, and when I say that, I don't mean like there's something in it that would be bad for her. It's more like I like think she could appreciate I it. I think she would be interested in it. Yeah. That's why I held off Monty Python for so long. I wanted to make sure it got introduced at a time when it was, there was bioavailable joy for what's happening in it. <laughs> bioavailable. Take yeah. that one down too. Uh, that is out. <laughs> um, I had a great day. I just really solid sleep helps a lot. It does. It really does. Ugh. And then, you know, I wake up every morning. I say, is, is the machine going to be happy with me today? I look, I, look at the, I look at the little app and the app will tell me if I did well. And I feel so happy when I've done well. Uh, other exciting... Little little things. We have a you have to, you have a big reveal coming. You better you better bring the ruckets because I I want to hear about okay. what you left yeah. us on yeah. our cliffhanger about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But first, a couple other things. Happy to say, I so it was announced a while back that uh, Gmail for iOS was getting an up. Well, Gmail in general was getting an update. Right, because they're they're sun, un, unhappily they are sunsetting inbox, which still breaks my heart. But ah, uh, motorcycle boy. <laughs> right on time. Sometimes he just likes to rev it. Sometimes in the evening, he just sits there with the garage door open and just revs it. Really? Yeah. You like that? It's a mini bike. How uh, how old is the person about driving it? I can't tell. He he, he looks like a distorted child when he rides it. <laughs> it's real bad. It's real bad. <laughs> I look so much cooler on my Segway. Do you have um, a Segway? I've had a Segway forever. I got 260 miles on it. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Those things are, oh, I've yeah. never even ridden one. Oh my God. It's so the best. It's, uh, it's really incredible. And I don't talk about, you know, I don't talk about the car stuff cause I don't like getting email, but like, I'm really trying to, I'm not going to say anything. All I'm going to say is I got a segue and it's the best. Now I want and one. And I've only been made, made fun of by teens once that I'm aware of. I'm just trying yeah. to look at the, you can, can you still get segues? Oh, Jesus. Yes. Um, I don't know anything about this. Well, it's closer to what people have called a hoverboard. Mm-hmm. But go to, you can see it at Segway, Segway. Mini, Segway Mini Pro. Go to SegwayMiniPro.com. Okay. Segway Mini Pro. I'm clicking. I'm, I'm typing. Yeah, that's mine. 
waiting for it. Mm-hmm. There it goes, loading. There it is. Mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, that's mine. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I actually need a new one. I got a slow so you're tired. Wait a minute. This one, I'm sitting there thinking, where's the handlebars? And there's no handlebars. No. That's that's the thing. They say it's closer to what people call hoverboard. Hover, that's what you meant. But this thing, it's super solid. It goes up to 14 miles on a charge, 10 miles an hour. Uh, can take hills pretty good, which is great around here. And that's how I get around. That's how I do things in the neighborhood. That is really, and your daughter just is sprinting behind you trying to keep up. Well, she's, she's ridden it. She doesn't like it as much as I do. It's, it's a little scary until you get used to it. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's the way of the future as far as I'm concerned. Um, so question, um, why, why, (laughs) why this one over the one with the handles? Cause I've never, I I have no idea. Like, I don't even know how, you know, which would be better. The one that Joe Bluth and cops use. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the classic, (laughs) that's called the Segway. What do they call? There's a name for that. I think that's called like a Segway Professional or something like that. Um, but they still are used. They still sell them. Oh God, that's so dorky. Yeah, Segway Professional. And in this case, it's for driving around in what looks like a warehouse. Um, cops use them. You can have them for tours. Um, boy, look at those wheels. I imagine they're a good deal more costly than mine. Do um, Do you need to have any kind of like sense of balance or coordination to ride one? Um, kind of the. I, anybody who I've ever talked to, so this became a challenge on Dubai Friday where all of us had to get one of these. I, I had had one and said, I want you guys to get one of these. Um, but no, the, to be honest, the most difficult part is stepping onto it mm-hmm. because it's, you know, it's got a gyroscope. Uh, so basically when this thing is on flat land, it just stands perfectly straight. If you put, try to push it over, it writes itself. It, it's the classic Segway stuff. It's got a gyroscope and it's really smart. Um, the, the most difficult part, I mean, the second most difficult part probably is the learning to get around. It's a little, it's actually, it's so intuitive that it's not intuitive. If you think about it, you're going to fall on your ass mm. or break your face because all you really have to do is think about the direction you want to go you slightly incline yourself in that direction and it takes you there. The most single, most difficult thing really in some ways to this day is stepping onto it because you want to compensate. You want to do this. Whoa, whoa, whoa thing. And, and my single piece of advice for stepping onto a Segway is act like you're stepping onto a step. Mm. Really just act like it's a step because it will compensate for you. That's right. why it's a Okay. Segway. So like, like the overthinking is what causes the. Absolutely. Okay. It's when you start thinking, it's like anything. It's like, you know, thinking about your tongue while you're eating, like don't do it. And in this case, don't think about trying to balance when you're getting on it. And it does take a little getting used to, but I don't know why we're talking about segues. It, um, it gets, it starts you out in this, um, kind of like, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like a practice mode that limits the speed to six miles per hour. You have to go through a tutorial. It shows you all the ways to like do stuff, but it's, it's pretty intuitive. I know. I, I realize it's dorky, but I don't care. It's it's utterly joyful to ride. It's a great way to get around. I don't think around. it's dorky. I think it's pretty No, pretty it is. Cool. No, it is. And that's the thing is that here's the thing is it is dorky, but I don't care. Okay. Both of those are important. <laughs> no, because what? I mean, what? You're going to look cool on a skateboard? Like, give it a rest. Like, this is, um, it's a great way to get around. And it is, like I say, I've got, I haven't checked lit in the last few weeks, but I've got over 250 miles on it. And it's, it's just, if you've ever had, if you like, you know, you think about living in the suburbs and having to go to the... Mm, maybe, maybe not a, like a the super deep suburbs, but like where you've got to get somewhere that's five minutes away yeah. and you got to get in your car. Think about doing this in like 
like Pasco County. Parking. You got to get out of your driveway. You got to get down the street. You got to get onto 19. You got to take a left turn. No left turns allowed here. All that kind of stuff. In this case, for stuff where like, especially if you places that don't have a lot of parking, I just zip around the neighborhood um, doing errands and stuff with it. And it was a fantastic investment. You don't even have to buy the super costly one. Yeah, I was going to say, this isn't even that expensive. People spend the, way more on just a, a 18 speed bike or whatever they have 50 speed bike. They yeah. Have I mean, and it's, it's not for everybody, but it is, it's just, uh, and the one that I've got has this telescoping like trolley handle. So when you want to like go into the grocery store, you can kind of wheel it around next to you. It is dorky. And a lot of people don't have the dignity that I have to not worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, when you stop worrying about whether you look dorky, your life gets so much oh, better. It's much better. Oh my God. It's so nice not to care. Um, it's so nice to be 50 and monogamous. <laughs> um, the, um, yeah. So anyhow, uh, that's really great. It's called a segue. Uh, and that was in the service of Gmail. Yes. Oh yeah. So they, they, they had announced this, um, and a new, like, I guess a material update to Gmail coming. So, well, you know, who cares? Why am I saying this? Nobody cares. But the new Gmail is really nice. It took out that giant red header at the top. It's a lot cleaner. You got some nice options. It's got a cool thing as pointed out by Nicholas Jitkoff. Uh, you can do this cool thing where you swipe down to just change between accounts with a swipe. It's a really nice update. Recommend. And what's weird is I checked my updates. I don't think I got a an app update for this. It feels like it got pushed. I don't understand how it's different because I don't think I got an app update, but is isn't on my iPad yet, but it was on my phone this morning and I like Gmail for iOS. Like I told you, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not a nut about it. I'm not like Renee Ritchie, but I did like, I logged out of all of the apps that require a, you log in and give your creds to their company. Yeah. I logged out of all that stuff for email apps and I've been, I've been using just straight Gmail, straight inbox mm-hmm. and, uh, inbox as long as I can. And, uh, <laughs> I think it ends in the next month or so, but uh, a lot of that stuff is supposedly, supposedly a lot of the nice inbox features will be coming to Gmail in time, supposedly, but it's a nice update. So I recommend it. Gmail for iOS. If you use Gmail, it's a, it's a pretty good app. You don't get, you don't get as many of the zibby zabby features of some of those other apps, but I'm done with those. I'm, I'm done with all of those apps uh, just for myself. If you like Gmail, it's a good app. I have another very, very small one. And then I want to hear about something you like. Right. Um, Everybody knows about Dark Sky, right? Yeah, everyone knows. Dark about Sky that. is an app, but it's mostly a service and an API. And Dark Sky, I don't know how they do this, but if you go to, I think it's darksky.net. Um, and the thing is, okay, why am I telling you this? Everybody knows about Dark Sky, right? No, my mailman, my letter carrier doesn't know about Dark Sky. So I gave him the good news about Dark Sky. There are people out there who still do not know. There are people with dogs and children who still don't know about Dark Sky. So, first of all, hi. I'm Merlin Darksky. Let me tell you about Darksky. You go to darksky.net, you put in your address, and it gives you hyper-local forecasts uh, for all kinds of climate stuff, but especially rain. And if you get the app for Darksky or an app that uses the Darksky app um, API, you get a push notification. You get a push notification of your choosing, depending on how sensitive you want it to be. And it will tell you things like, it's about to start sprinkling in five minutes, or it's about to stop storming in 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and you get this really cool wobbly graph that shows you how likely it is to rain where you are in the next 50 minutes and if you're in the rainy time of year like we are here it is a godsend if you're thinking about getting on your segway and running around it's nice to know that it's going to stop pissing rain 
in 35 minutes and you'll have this window where you can go out for a while. So I say kids and dogs, because if you need to walk your dog, it's super handy to know if the rain is going to start or stop in the next little while. And if you are a rain nerd, like I am, I am a, as you know, I'm a weather station nerd. Mm -hmm. I've become a weather nerd. They just added a great new feature in the dark sky iOS app, which allows you. So basically when you're, it'll show you, you can click on a day, you can click on the next 24 hours, you can click on a given day and it'll show you like, okay, here's this graph showing you the rain, wind temperature over the next 24 hours. But then what's really cool is it's got a slider on the little graph where you can choose what it's showing you. And it's always had stuff like temperature, uh, precipitation, percentage, humidity. Now it's got a precipitation accumulation, which is pretty great during the rainy season. And it's also just a nice way to give a plug for Dark Sky. It's a very good service. It's a very good service. Yeah. Do you use it? Yeah, absolutely. You have children. You don't have a dog. No, no dog. But Mm -mm, it's, you know, it's funny because there's a lot of the time where... And like, oh, great. And it's, it's raining. And like, you already know that because you're in your car and you're driving and the rain is hitting the windshield. But it's, I feel like, and maybe this is just me, maybe it's just in my area, but I feel like the prediction of when it will rain isn't as timely as when it, what it used to be. I used to, because I've been on the dark sky bandwagon since you know, since it first came out, I think that was mm-hmm. back in the days where people used to ask me to beta test stuff. And so I was beta testing that and it, it was like mind blowingly accurate for me when I first started with it. And here nowadays, I should say it, it seems like it'll rain and then it'll, I'll actually see or hear the rain before I get the notification saying that it's raining or going to rain. So I don't rely on it quite as much. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure if that's just the nature of like rain systems in Texas or what? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it depends a lot on where you are, what time of year the examples could come to mind. I mean, in San Francisco in July, this is not a surpassingly useful app because I can tell you, Oh, let me, let me tell you, I'm going to predict the future. I'm going to predict, I'm going to predict the weather for July 7th, 2019 on the record in San Francisco. Yeah. It's going to be a, about 53 uh-huh. and overcast, <laughs> probably a little bit foggy because that's the summer here. Yeah. And it might get, you know, it rarely gets into the forties. It rarely gets into the sixties. It's a solid fifties for at least a couple, three months. So that's not super useful. Okay. You're in St. Petersburg, Florida, and it's August again, not super useful because at least in my experience, it will rain Yeah, three thirty at one P well, yeah. At some point usually, but I mean like the, I used to feel like, like it was, you could set it to like, what soap opera my grandparents were watching. Them. So, <laughs> as, you know, as the world turns, comes on, it pisses rain and then it stops. Yeah. Now where it is useful is like right now where we're getting like three and a half, well, we're, we were predicted to have had uh, three and a half inches of rain in 48 hours. But with dark sky, I can go, go and see whether that is accurate. And like, and if you do need to dash out, cause it'll piss rain and then stop and then drizzle and then stop. And like, it's absolutely ideal for this time of year. I don't mean to talk this much about weather, but I'm an aged man. I have no libido and I write a segue. So of course I'm excited about weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't ejaculated since 38 special was popular. Whoa. Um, so the funny thing is, let guys, let's talk real talk. Let's talk about the weather. <laughs> Should we talk about the government? Dan? Yes. <clears throat> would, you, would you do me, would you do me a proper and tell me about something you like? I'll tell you all about fresh books. Fresh books. 
FreshBooks is a wonderful product that handles all of the details when it comes to doing things like invoicing and accounting. That's it. And it's targeted at people like us who run uh, freelancing or, or do freelancing or run small businesses. And it's a time saver. That's that's really their best value is they give you back the one commodity that you can't get back very easily. And that is time. They give you back your time. They make it easy, easy, easy and fast to send invoices and keep track of your expenses with an application that is really simple and intuitive and helps keep you very, very organized, especially if you're like me. And, and when it comes to accounting, you're just not organized. They make it much, much easier. They let you create and send professional invoices in like 30 seconds. And according to their own statistics from like millions of people that use their software, you're going to get paid twice as fast, two times faster with their automated online payments. So when a customer comes to you and says, hey, can I pay you online? The answer now with FreshBooks is yes, please do. Mm -hmm. They make it even easier around tax time because they give you all the, the, the information that you need in a format that is pretty awesome for your accountants. And uh, it grows alongside you can do time your business. Tracking, you can do all this stuff. Here's the thing, Dan, mm. and I want to make sure people know this. It helps you invoice, but it helps you get paid. Yes. That's the thing. They make it so easy. And increasingly, you know, a lot of folks, if it's just a small job, if you're a freelancer, thank God they don't want to go through the net 90 check routine. Ugh. They're just like, hey, let me just run my card. And you're like, yeah, here's an invoice. And you see if they've looked at it. And then they pay you. They cross your palm electronically. I like, I like that. So uh, 24 million is how many people have used FreshBooks and you can try it too free for 30 days. There's no catch. There's no credit card even required. You get the full FreshBooks experience without having to pay a dime for it for 30 days. Pretty cool. Mm. And the way to do that is to go to FreshBooks, F-R-E-S-H books, B-O-O-K-S, freshbooks.com slash back to work and enter back to work in the how did you hear about us section. That gives us credit for referring you and it lets them know that you're listening and uh, and you're going to do yourself a favor by using this software. It's what, what we've used for many years and it's really, really great. Check them out at freshbooks.com slash back to work and promo code is back to work in the how did you hear about us section. Go check it out. Thanks to FreshBooks for making this episode possible. Merlin Mann. FreshBooks. Buck, buck. Thank you, Dan. What? 38 special. Hold on loosely, but don't let go. If you squeeze too tightly, you're going to lose control. And I think we've all had that problem, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, God, what a crazy time to be alive. Okay. Um, I don't have that many other things. Now, do you want to talk about something else? Or are you going to give us the big reveal from the cliffhanger I'll last do, week? I'll do. Boy, the... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold your feet to the fire, Dan Benjamin. All right. So, uh, first of all, uh, what mm -hmm. we're talking about is I finally got a sound bar for my TV. And the one that I got is called the Sonos Beam. And last week I made an, a mistake thinking that you and I had the same TV. Um, I thought we had the same TV, but uh, upon- Do you have an LG? Uh, no. And I thought that you had got the Sony one. And I, when you said it, I listened back to the show after and I'm like, wait a second. I cheaped out and got the Sony. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I, I said, you know what? No, I was wrong and I told Merlin the wrong thing and it's going to make him sad, but I don't have the same TV that you have. I have, we haven't I, had a lot of 28 minute long episodes, but <laughs> I think the show is over. It's done. Uh, but so you had no problem setting it up and getting the 
volume to work right. What's the thing Syracuse hates? The HDMI CPID. You got the thing that turns it on and off. That works okay. The volume works okay. Channels works okay. It all just works. Yeah. So there is there is a um, there is something called ARC, which stands for mm-hmm. Audio Return Channel. Mm-hmm. And the audio return channel simply means that you, it, it's, it's an HDMI. Normally in the back of our TVs, we have an HDI in HDMI input. Well, this is almost like an HDMI output that mm-hmm. is a return channel for the audio from the TV. And that basically says whatever the TV is showing, uh, whatever it, it audio is coming out of it, instead of sending it out through the speaker, send it out through an HDMI cable into some kind of sound system. In this case, it's the Sonos beam. And so you plug it into power and you plug it into the arc cable uh, HDMI port in the back of your TV. And in theory, anything that comes out of the TV, you should now hear over the speaker instead. And that has been the experience out of the box, but not without a few, a a few weird issues that have happened. The first thing uh, that, that of course, and I I wasn't expecting any different, but this kind of sucks and I hadn't thought about it. And so it was a little bit Mm -hmm. of a surprise. I have been for a long time used to turn, changing the volume on the TV with one of the remotes, usually the Apple TV remote, and seeing the little visual feedback on the TV that says volume 15, 16, 17, 18 as you increase it. And of course, you don't see that feedback. Now it's just, it's loud, turn it down. But this is a problem because in, our, in my family, my children like to turn the TVs up very loud, just make them louder and louder and louder. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so we had a thing like, keep it at 18 or under, you know? Now there isn't an 18. It's just, it didn't sound loud to me. Uh, so that's something that I miss. But it does just work other than that. Now, we have had a couple weird times where the Apple TV has popped up a message that says, you haven't, even though we have, you have mm-hmm. not set up the audio output settings and which remote to use. Do you want to do this now? And if you hit no, it just turns off the sound bar. And if you hit yes, it takes you to the settings menu where the sound bar and everything is already selected and already configured. And so this happened to my daughter one morning while she was watching TV. And she, of course, picked the right option, which is no, I don't want to change anything. And then the sound bar turned off and they couldn't hear anything. And so the solution for this is... Um, Really highly technical and complicated, but I'll share it with you guys now. Unplug the Apple TV and plug it back in. Okay, so... Power. Step one, you unplug it. Yeah. Okay. Step two... What do you do? Plug it back in. Okay. Um, We're not really a how-to show, but... Uh, so can you turn that into a listicle <laughs> yeah, with a gallery? I'll make a, a, uh, unplug and plug it back in method.com. Hey guys, website. today we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's been the, that has only happened a couple times and you know, knock on wood, it hasn't happened for a while. So maybe it, it, the setting finally took, but yes, it does seem to just work. The sound from the sound, uh, from the Sonos beam is very good. I was expecting it to be a little better, mm-hmm. but it's very good. And it is very, it's, it is the economical option. Cause I had the previous, when I had my old TV, yeah. I had the previous generation, which was very costly. I had the sound, Sonos sound bar, the official sound yeah. bar, which was way more money than I wanted to spend. It sounded good. It didn't look great. Our TV wasn't really high enough to clear the thing. Oh, so it yeah. looked kind of weird. But I think the beam is like, I don't know. I think the beam is an interesting direction for Sonos. 
Uh, Sonos is an entire topic that's so complicated to me to talk about. Uh, we could talk about it sometime, but like Sonos is a real mixed bag these days. Um, but if you are in the Sonos family of products, which I increasingly am not, um, I'm doing other stuff. But if you are in the that, it, this is great. It is great to be able to, if you like, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. If you if you like the Sonos family of products and are cool with how they work, it is a fantastic, um, reasonably priced addition. And here's the thing: why do I say this? Remember now, even if you've got like a couple Play Ones or whatever, you got some of the smaller series. Just remember, you can throw to your whole house. Yes. So you can have beautiful your Apple Music coming through there, or your Spotify, or whatever it is. It's it's pretty easy to send a podcast to there. It's all fairly easy to do. But it's it's remember it's more than your TV. Like you could be streaming music from that too, and through the rest of your house, which is really nice. Yeah, and it, it we have not tried that yet, but we have now taken the little Sonos one and uh, and we're gonna I'm gonna set it up like upstairs so that we can have the music coming through it. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I don't love about the Beam is it doesn't. It sits like like you're saying, like in front of the TV, and it mm-hmm. does not obscure the picture at all um, with the TV that I have. It just it it's fine, but it's pretty low profile. It is. And it's it's really cute. It's got like like round racks, and it's it's cute. But it's not big enough for the TV to sit on top of. They have something called a Sonos Play Base. I don't know if they still make it, but that is like a whole base thing that fits under the TV. But it's like twice as much money. Uh, And a a TV, like our TV would look weird. It's already got a pedestal. And having like another, and it would make it feel to me pretty rickety. Yeah. We've got a 55, which is plenty big for our room. It's not a 65, but it's, you know, it's pretty big and it's got the little pedestal. And if we put that on anything, it would look so weird. It would look like we're, you know, like when you sit on phone books as a kid, it would look so strange. Apparently, if you do have some of these other Sonos devices, like the, I think the the one and some of these other ones, they can be apparently tied together somehow and oh, do yeah. stereo oh, stuff no, for the absolutely. TV. I, I've done, no, no, I've done the, um, so it's, it's sort of obnoxious, but like w- what you can do basically is I, I, my kid hates this cause she does not like loud noises in movies, but I thought it was great. We're going to watch, I think we we're going to watch like interstellar or something. And I set it up. Um, so basically you have your, you go in your Sonos app and you've got your, you basically add them, you remove them from the room they were in and add them to the new room. And ironically or not ironically idiotically a room is just a configuration of speakers it's really frustrating <laughs> so i have one called lounge which john Syracuse hates because it's english um and in lounge we basically added the two old plays left and right and it walks you through adding a stereo pair so you start with your beam and then you say okay do you want to discover these speakers yes i want to make them a stereo pair yes identify this one identify that one and then you can even control how much of the fake wraparound you get with it, but it sounds really good. You get fantastic separation. Now, I was going to ask what might be a very dumb question, but is it possible for me to use the Sonos One that I have as just a single standalone rear speaker, or do I need to have two to create stereo sound behind me? Does that make? I know that's a dumb question, yeah. but I don't. I don't think it is. I mean, a room is a room. Like well, you could add any speakers you wanted to that situation. And if you group them, it'll throw in that same way. So you could have 10 of these in a room and just call it garage or whatever. And when you throw to that room, it could place on all those 
uh, speakers, I believe, and then you've got volume control for each one of them separately. Mm-hmm. So you, if you want, and pff, I kind of want to get into this, the bad money I've spent on this system. You can also get a woofer or a rear speaker yes. that will intelligently do that. You can have mine if you want. Um, You're not and, using it. I'll uh, buy it from you. Yeah, I would love that. I would. Well, let's sell talk. It we'll for t- a dollar. defer yeah. it. Not for um, a dollar because it's just taking up space. We'll defer it. Yeah, um, okay, it works for me. Work for you. Yeah, work for you. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So I think that's how it works. So, but but to get the according to Hoyle stereo pair with the proper separation and whatever Dolby ishness, like you, I see. I'm I'm way out of my depth on this. But like, yeah, yeah, you can add any speakers you want, but to get specifically get the wrap, whatever it's called, um, not wrap around, what's it called? That's asteroids. The <laughs> surround sound. Surround sound. Wrap around. Where you make your ship go off to the right and then it comes back in on the left. <laughs> it's called a- asteroids by Atari. <laughs> not available for Switch. But now there was something else that, that I found a little confusing. I bought the Beam on Amazon and... It was interesting because, of course, Amazon has a thing where they some for some products they'll sell different variations. Like for the banana, uh, and I hope you got your banana. But I did about four four bananas in a ball. There are different options, so you can choose different options. I got four bananas in a ball. You can get two bananas in a ball. I got four bananas in a ball. That you did you did well. But circle back to that. Yeah, so let's um, not forget to do that. But there are different <laughs> versions of the beam. You can get a a surround sound five point set, a three point one set, a five point one oh set. God, really? um, but they also have a thing called a beam and mount. It can come with a little metal bracket, I guess, that lets you oh, I put see. it on the wall. And then they have. So the, the, but the default one and the one that I bought is called beam only, but then right next to that are two other options, beam with short cable for the power and beam with long cable. And this, this was a thing where I said to myself, wait a minute, are they selling it without a power cable? And you've got to know that you need a power cable. Do I want a short one or do I want a long one? And they're more expensive. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like 20 some dollars difference. Well, it comes, so for those listening who want to try this, it comes with a power cable. You don't have to buy, that's an additional short cable or long cable if you feel like you need one for your particular setup. What? Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. So you're- That's the only difference you can see? Yeah. Is is that if you get it with a short cable, this is getting- Oh, it's, you, even, it's even here on the detail page. You can select, you want beam plus, I see it's, it's one of those like tab-ish yes, things. Yes, Beam plus mount, beam only, beam with short cable, beam with long but cable. But beam only makes you think that there is no cable with it. it sure At least does. it did make me think that way, so- That's weird. Yeah. And the thing is beam with long cable, beam with short cable, same price. Right. Beam only, same price. Beam plus mount? No, I'm confused. I Let me see here, Three ninety nine. Oh, I see. No, yeah. no, no. I had to click through. Yeah, click through. Yas. Yas. Oh, yeah. This is, hmm. See, what a garbage fire. And the problem with all this stuff, this is, this should probably be a Rectif's topic. Like, there is this world in which the internet will tell you there is a way conceivably, maybe involving a Raspberry Pi to get this to work. <laughs> yes. It's really actually <laughs> trivially easy. All you need to do is install Pi Boy. If you install Pi Boy on your Raspberry Pi and Sonos Girl, like you have no problem at all setting this up. And it's like, no, this has to sustain um, exposure to my family who does not like to have a printed out instruction sheet no. for what kind of things to turn on in a certain order to get the thing to work. 
And it needs to not frustrate me when I hit the volume button and nothing appears on screen, but something changes just a little bit. Like, that's not sustainable. All you got to do is restart everything and, you know, reboot your pie. (laughs) Reboot your pie. Reboot your pie. Got it. Um, Well, I'm happy for you. Yeah. So what's the problem with yours? Let's fix it. Trying to remember. Um, Still, like, basically just sitting there, like, propped up against the credenza where the TV is. I set it up. No wonder it it doesn't work. Is that what it is? Do I need to... (laughs) You're you got to actually wrong. set it up. You got to connect You're it. You're holding it wrong. <laughs> I have to. Uh, so I did it. And what did I try? I tried all the ways. The LG. Uh, so I have a, uh, what series do I have? I think E7. Like oh, you got the, yeah, the E7. <laughs> I didn't get the C8. <laughs> um, no, but the E7 series, 55 inch, um, which of course has a terrible name. But I'm I'm here to say, I mean, I'm here to stand for the uh, WebOS interface on LG TVs. They're pretty good. They are the least terrible on TV interface I've ever used in my... See, after I listened to the episode, I'm like, what? he's talking about how good this interview in- interface is. I'm like, mine kind of sucks. And yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Really? I don't think I have the right one. <laughs> I don't think are I got a different of, TV. I pronounce it Artings, but are you aware of uh, ratings.com, Artings? Did you spend time there? No. I'm looking at it Oh, now. man, this is the best site. I learned about this from Marco and Syracuse. So Artings is this site where they... I don't know how this site isn't screwed up yet, but um, so go to artings.com. Yes. Oh, this is cool. You can you can learn so much stuff about what TV is right for you, like when it's a good time to buy your TV. But then it's got exhaustive details about how to make things work, including for pretty much all the TVs I've looked at, an extensive guide on how to basically set up and calibrate the TV, like to the best settings. Yeah. That's very well done. Highly recommend this site. If you're in that fraught state of looking for a TV. See, but in the, the reason I thought we had the same one is because we had this conversation a while back where we were talking about that enhanced lighting thing, you know, the mm-hmm. thing that made, and I, I thought we had the same TV all this time. Well, I mean, I think the features have all sort of, you know, caught up in a lot of ways. This is, I mean, again, if I've been asking Syracuse about this for years because I've, the, the, you know, when you buy something like this, it's a lot like having a child. You just have to learn to love it. Like if you buy, <laughs> if you spend over a thousand dollars on a TV, like you will learn, you better learn to love it or you're going to be sad until it goes to college. Like you need to get your mind right about yeah. the TV. So I've decided I like my TV, no, but I actually do like my TV. Um, cause I did lots of research and I got the official okie dokie from Syracuse on this one. But for the longest time, there's been this waiting game of like, okay, let's see how all kinds of stuff shakes out in these markets. You know, obviously the whole plasma LED thing got settled a while back, but then OLED comes along and then it's like, okay, you're going to get 4k, you're going to get uh, ultra UHD or whatever it's called. But for a long time, it was a really fraught proposition to go and figure this out. Don't even look at wire cutter as we know. Mm. But I finally felt like this is a good, there's a good, like this, the main features have solidified and now you're looking at some features, some quality and price. And I found the one that was in my wheelhouse and I love it. Um, why am I telling you this? Oh, cause one nice thing here is with the Artings, um, you can go in and see what various interfaces look like. So I can show you, this is not the exact TV I got, but okay. So for, so for example, look at this and you'll see what the LG interface looks like. Okay. It's really nice because it's got, it's got this, um, you can just use little like four way. Oh, that to, does like, look good. 
you could pull up these like, well, you can get these really quick, like fast settings on the right side of your screen, which is just like, I want to tweak a thing real quick. And then you can drill down into the actual settings and this is what you get. And it's, it's not terrible. I'm going to see if I, I probably can't find it while we're doing the show, but um, yeah, there's one right there. I'm going to just show you what the interface on this one looks like. If I can pull it up on uh, it's, and yeah, sure. it's Android. It looks just like an Android phone, <laughs> except oh, on no. your TV. It's like using C panel. Yeah. Kind of it's kind of like that. And it's, you know, like I know this because I've used Android and on my ex- Android experimentations. Um, and as soon as I did it, I'm like, Oh, I recognize this. And it really is just Android. I mean, even the icons and everything are the same. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not it's not my favorite, but I don't make any money from this, but I'm putting the review for my TV into the show notes. Okay. Um and um yeah, cuz I mean, you know, you don't have to use it like you don't have to deal with the interface that often once you get it set up, but it's got nice features. Like it, you can go in and tweak all the settings. Do you want the vivid? Do you want the warm? Do you want all of those? But it has nice ones like um that capitalize on the UHD feature of mm-hmm. it. And you can go in and set it. And I believe there's a way to then say, add this for all inputs. Oh. <laughs> because if you don't, you end up getting different settings on different inputs. Um, yeah. You don't want to get into this, you know? So what, it, what almost, it says is ease of use, average, smoothness, not smooth. Not smooth. Not smooth. Yours or mine? Mine. Not smooth. Not smooth. <laughs> mine has static content <laughs> retention. <laughs> Flush it out. Have, have some grains. Drink more water. You're retaining content. Yours looks good, though. It's good. It's good. I like. I like. I think the prices are coming down on this stuff, too. So now, now of course, as ever, Syracuse is on the horns of a dilemma. He still has his 10-year-old... <laughs> he still has Plasma? his 10-year-old Mac Pro. Oh. He has his Mac Pro. I think it's I think it's running like, like you know, OS 9. Like, you can't update it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can have a steampunk theme. Um... <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it's a crazy, it's a crazy road to go down and you really do need a Sherpa. You need somebody to tell you not to make a dumb decision. And this, okay, let's pivot quickly because we haven't beat up on the wire cutter in at least two weeks. This is the thing where you need a pal. Yeah. You need someone to go for the love of God. Don't buy that one just because it's $700. Like that's going to be the worst $700 you ever spent. It is not a bargain if you don't get anything near what you wanted. You really need somebody to tell you, you know, again, this is expertise. Having a friend with expertise is being able to say, what do I need to know about this? What do I need to know about this? Like, what are the things that matter yeah. about this? Yeah. And what are the things that don't? Because you don't need, I mean, you don't need all the Fs and Bs. You need the stuff that you need. You need something that's going to fit in your room and not make your wife hate you because it's too big. And, uh, and you, you know, if you just go to Wirecutter and click the link, you're not going to get that. I don't know. It's nice to have a friend, Dan. Yeah, it's important. It's critical. It's so important critical. to have a friend. Really critical. Critical. It's critical. Yeah. I'll try it again. Um, if anybody out there, uh, why do I ask this? It's just going to be joke tweets. Um, if anybody out there has any, uh, I should check Reddit again because Reddit, I think, had some material on this. I can use my Reddit is more Reddit useful visit. than people give it uh, credit for, including me. Yeah, me too. I uh, just really don't. Mm. No, I know there's good there's good Reddits. I know. I I had my first Reddit post a couple weeks ago. Really? Was yeah. that a do by Friday thing? No, 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 no. Well, they love it. They they live that stuff. Oh. If you're into Reddit, you're really into Reddit. I, I go to Reddit and I just see like stinky internet boys. Like, no, thank <laughs> you. Hard pass. But um, no, it but it is, can be Well, helpful. it's the front page of the internet. 
that's what they say. I, I'm having trouble getting Hulu to work, um, getting um, Hulu video streaming to work on my Amazon show too, and I don't know why. So I joined some fellow Redditors saying, hey, what, what broke here? I'm like, hey, I don't know. Me too. Hey. Do you do it anonymously or do you? No, no. I think I'm Fanny Boss 69. Let me check. <laughs> um, I'm a Reddit. You're a Reddit. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm a Reddit. You're a Reddit. We're all Reddits. <laughs> I'm sure your time is valuable. Hmm. Are you employed, sir? What day is that's this? me. I'm Fanny Boss 69. Fanny Boss. 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 It's a Scottish curse. Oh. F-A-N-N-Y. Like your bottom. I see. I get D-A-W-S, it. I 69. Get it. Nice. Nice. 22 karma. Don't know what it means. 22 karma. Closing the window. Anyway, TVs can be great. They can be great. Oh, I have something that's that's great. Yes, yes. You, to you want to tell me about something else that you like oh, or do you want to tell me about that? Let me tell you about something else. That I like something that I, I love hearing about things that you like, Dan. I am here to tell you all about keeps, 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 keep it, keep, keep your hair is basically what the, what this is. And, and lo- losing your hair kind of sucks. Two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time that they're 35 years old, including me. And uh, keeps is a new thing. This is the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair that you have. And, you know, you've heard of the, the different products that are out there to do it. And they're, they're FDA approved products. They've been in use for a long time. And the thing is, they used to cost a whole lot of money. But now, thanks to keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to get. Uh, for five minutes now and starting at just 10 bucks a month, You'll never have to worry about hair loss again. So this is, it's a very interesting system the way it works. You, uh, you sign up, which takes less than five minutes and you answer a few questions and you snap a few photos of your hair and these, uh, answers to your questions and, uh, and, and the, the photo goes to a licensed physician. They review this information online and they recommend the right treatment for you because maybe, maybe you need one kind of thing. Maybe you need another kind of thing and, and how much and how often it's not the same for everyone. So a, a, a live human being will review this. And this is the thing. They offer generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You've probably maybe even tried them before, but you've never gotten them for the price that they can get them to you for. And the website's super easy to use. The questionnaire is in-depth, but also quick and easy to fill out, like I'm saying, five minutes. And then it's only between 10 and 35 bucks a month, and you get your first month free. This is a great deal for getting to keep your hair and, uh, and so that's how it works. And you go to keeps K E E P S keeps.com slash back to work. And, uh, you'll get a free month of treatment and it's, it's, it's couldn't be easier. And that's the thing is you, you probably noticed two out of three guys, right? You're losing mm-hmm. a little bit. You don't want to, you don't want to do that. You don't, this do, is the do, answer. you don't have to leave the house, right? You don't have to leave the house. They'll bring it to your house. They send it to your house. See, I love that. I love that. If they had a dentist do that, I'd get a dentist. And uh, they have a little slogan that I think you'll you'll approve of, Merlin. It's it's uh, yeah. hair today, hair tomorrow. Hair today, hair instead tomorrow. Instead of keeps. gone tomorrow, but it's spelled hair instead yeah. of here. Anyway, keeps.com mm. slash back to work. Go there and try it out. And uh, and these are again, this is not this is not like some uh, weird uh, salve that they invented. These are FDA approved products. <laughs> the only two that are approved you can get and you can use and uh, keep the hair you got. Thanks to keeps.com. For making this show possible, Merlin Mann. Thanks, Keeps. Buck, buck. 
Oh, it had a good resonance to it, that one. And then, see, I'm getting real gentle with the way that I mute it. Ready? Yeah. Real gentle. That's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, like uh, a sophomore in college. Did you hear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Did you hear about the um, did- the trolls on Rotten Tomatoes that were review giving yes. bad reviews to to the Captain Marvel movie, sure even though it hasn't come out yet? Did. Well, yep. Rotten Tomatoes has a new in response to this. <gasps> Tell me, I can't wait to hear. They are no longer letting people review a movie before it has come out. So you can't huh. bomb a movie by giving it bad reviews before anyone has actually even seen it. Let me look. Uh, I'll put this in <gasps> look the show Look at that. Notes. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Tomato meter not available. Audience score not available. Right. Oh, that is super interesting. That Was that a brave decision? Does that affect, does that harm their traffic? That feels like a slightly brave decision. I think it is, uh, and I think it- Because it cuts down on their page, page views from right. all, those, uh, all those idiots clicking. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But I guess they That's have cool. to do it. They had to do it. I'm excited about it. I don't want to. I don't want to hear people complaining about this movie. I, I want to be excited about. It. Can we have this? Can we just? Yeah. Be excited can't we about just have movie? a good movie to watch? I mean, I'm not excited that much so much about the um, Infinity War, but this one I'm happy for. Kelly Sue, man, she she made this character awesome. Yeah. She's got a cat. Yeah. I've been avoiding, as you know, I'm in. Well, you may not know, I'm in full media blackout for this, so I avoid all the things. Yeah. I shouldn't even be looking at this page. Yeah. Don't look. Yeah. At that's it. it's so gross, and it's like. Ah, oh, guys, men, please stop ruining everything. Like, ruin some things. Just ruin things in your house. But you have to keep ruining all the things. It's like you're, it's like you're, you're bottle surfing all over the floor of the world. Like, stop skidding. Like, stop putting your mark on all of the things and making it terrible. Can we just stop? Stop replying to all those women's tweets. Stop being mean to Captain Marvel. Just dial it down. Get some exercise. Yeah. Buy a ball and play with it. Buy a ball. <laughs> If you don't, if How are we going to fix this, Dan? If, How are we going to fix it? If you're not interested in, stop. in the movie, then just mm-hmm. don't see it. You don't have to... Try but how would people know you didn't else. see it? Yeah. If you weren't posting. You got to be out there posting. Always be posting. <sighs> you and that bell, man. Christmas. You're on fire with it. I, ha- I had a lot of sleep last night, Dan. I don't know what to tell you. There are a lot of things to say about Sonos. Uh, well, let me, re- let me I- recommend this thing. Yeah, I had something else, too. Keep going. This is the Dash Rapid Egg Cooker Six Egg Capacity Electric Egg Cooker for hard-boiled eggs, poached eggs, scrambled eggs, or omelets with auto shut-off feature black. Hmm. It's a it's a device. It is a device, and it looks kind of like a bell jar uh, for chickens. So what happened was a friend of ours gave us hmm. a recipe for her mom's uh, delicious egg casserole, and we we have a thing in the mornings where we try to have breakfasts that are that don't take too long to make because my, my but kids, I have lots of protein. Yeah. Good, good protein. Yeah, good, easy to make. good protein. And so we wanted, we, our goal was to, the kids want to sleep as late as possible. They want, they don't want to be ready to go until the absolute last oh, second Jiminy Christmas that we need Dan. to get out the door. Is that the same uh, for put you? It on the, put it on the whiteboard. Ugh. We had a, we had a travesty yesterday. What happened? They just don't want it. They don't understand the time. It's like, it's like a psychopath. It's like 7.30 when we leave, not when we start getting ready to leave. And I'm, all, I'm, around, I'm walking around the house like some talking clock from the 80s. 7.17! Yeah. Moving, moving to socks. <laughs> you need the socks before the shoes, <laughs> the shoes before the door. Yeah. Go ahead. So earlier so in the week, earlier in the week, just to give you an example of this, um, 
I have been trying to get my kids to, instead of having me take their backpacks for them into the car, I want them to do it themselves. And so they've been pretty good about this, except yesterday when my daughter, my wife and daughter both walked right by her bag, sitting right by the door and she ran out with, you know, without it. And then we realized halfway to school that she had not had it. Oh, and so these gonna are, throw off your whole, that throws you off the schedule. throws everything off. So anything that helps us be more efficient and timely in the morning. So we got this recipe for this delicious egg casserole. So it has eggs. It has some kind of a, a sausage that's like, you know, like a, like a ground up type of sausage just gets mixed in and then it gets baked into a, a lovely casserole with some other ingredients in it. It's very good. It's not too hard to make and it lasts and you can make it all week and then you can eat it in the morning for breakfast. And oh, my, wow. My son lo- absolutely loved it. It talked about how amazing it was. And then after two weeks, he's like, I'm never eating this again. I can't stand it. I'll never want it again. I guess he burnt out on it really quick, but I still like it. Everyone else still likes mm-hmm. it. But I said, well, what, what else would you like? And he's like, how about hard boiled eggs? Why don't we ever have hard hard boiled eggs. And so we had a family discussion about hard boiled eggs. And my wife said, well, even, you know, if in order to get these things right, um, you, you've got to, you've got to, you know, boil them and then you have to do another thing with them and then you have to chill them in ice water and then, but it can't be too, you've talked about the hard boiled egg thing too. And there's all this, and she, it's a whole thing. She doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to do it. And so it turns out, the same friend who recommended the uh, casserole in the first place said, no, 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 there's a solution for this. It's the dash rapid egg cooker, six egg capacity, electric egg cooker mm-hmm. for hard boiled eggs, poached eggs, scrambled eggs, or omelets with auto shut off feature black. You got black, not white. Yeah. I see dash rapid egg cooker, six egg capacity, electric egg cooker for hard boiled eggs, poached eggs, scrambled eggs, or omelets with auto shut off feature white. Well, there's a white, there's a red. Oh, you click down in the tab like interface. Yeah. You can also get it in red. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I have I have seen firsthand the eggs that come out of this, and not only do they peel perfectly, but you can get them where they peel, and the whole the whole shell oh, comes off in one piece. That's really I. You have to use baking soda to make no. That this happen. this does it by itself, and and what it is, it's it, for those um, Boy, the price listening right. at home. Yeah, it's seventeen bucks. Oh my god! And it it looks like a something the Jetsons would have. It's it's a little <laughs> base with little feet and it has a little dome and on, underneath the, you have a little handle and you lift off the dome and inside it's got a little place for you to put six eggs. That's why it's called a six egg capacity. You put a half dozen eggs in there mm. and then it has a little measuring cup that comes with it and depending on how much water you put in the measuring cup and pour into the device, that's when it knows when to turn off and how hard do you want the eggs boiled. So you can also do the boiled, you can do poached, you can do, but it has a little tray inside of it that comes with it and you can do poached eggs and you can do um, omelets and other things by just putting the eggs in this and it really does work and it has 9,463 reviews, just about five stars and it's, it's really, really crazy good and I don't, I can't say enough good things about this. It really does work. Like, I'm looking forward to to easy eggs. You got to get this. Ordered. I just did. Arrives between noon and two. Auto shut off function prevents overcooking. Auto shut off. Buzzer I got alerts it color, I got it in color black. Yeah, you got to get black. Okay. Ba-da-ba-ba-da, meet George Jetson. See? Likes his eggs hard. 
And I like that in the, in the description, weighing one pound, the Dash <laughs> Rapid Egg Cooker is a must have style. for the first apartment, smaller kitchen, college dorm life, or camper RV. I, I'll tell you what, it also works great in a regular sized house in the suburbs too. Have you tried it in your RV yet? No, I haven't taken it in the RV, but I think it'll fit. You got to air that thing out first. Every RV I've ever been in smells. Well, they have off-gassing to do. Oh, they sure do. Yeah. Sometimes they're real old and from the 70s. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> John Roderick's RV didn't smell in one way. No. It was, <laughs> what it was a, tap, you, a tapestry of odors. Oh, God. Yeah. You were in My it? My daughter loved it, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We rode around in it. She uh, she was very excited about it. It's got a bathroom that's also a shower. Come on, mm. how cool is that? Do you just pee into the drain? You pee anywhere. He doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's <laughs> had cats. Oh, God, was going to bother him? Somebody peed somewhere. Uh. Smell those curtains. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, from the seventies. No, but his had been, I think, renovated at some point. I think he since um, sold it. But um, yeah, yeah, his had been renovated. It was real pimpy. I love yeah. that. Live live out of an RV. I could live out of an RV. Oh, I could so live out of an RV. It would, I would, I would adjust my life to it. I would just, you know, just get rid of a lot of things. If you know what I mean, huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, she's almost in middle school. She can take care of herself. Middle school. Ah, uh, basketball season. Oh, dad, I, I follow my sixth grade's coming. My my, my boy got into that school. The school you wanted? Yeah, he's in it. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Oh, it, that's so good to hear. Yeah, I'm relieved. Yeah. Can I ask you a quick question? Go ahead, caller. Um, tomorrow, as we record this, February 27th, yeah. begins the new requirement for 2FA for Apple developers. Oh. Um, I mean, I assume you have a developer account. Yes. And I assume it's probably different than your usual Apple ID. Yes. I, have you done anything yet? Are you? Oh, well, let me ask. No. Will this affect you? It will affect me. Will this affect you? I mean, I... I got two, I've got 2FA on my primary iCloud. I don't... I may have it on my second iCloud because I've been pretty good about that over the last year. I assume like, it, it is will. Is this going to mess with a ton of people? I assume it will. Um, I mean, the, the the things, there's an Apple page on this that is not as detailed as I would like. And there's like hacks for getting around it involving multiple accounts on your Mac and mm. stuff. And it's like, I don't know. What's your, uh, what's your prediction? Tell me how do you, how you think things will go after tomorrow. I mean, I think, I think it's, it's a good idea. I think two-factor authentication is good. Two-factor authentication when you have one and only one account but, makes a ton of sense. Or if you've got a YubiKey, my YubiKey makes that way easier for lots of stuff. Or Google Authenticator makes it way easier. Yeah. I don't want more exposure through SMS messages. But then here's the other thing. It's like That's you can do the point. SMS or you can say rely on your other devices. Right? So you can do the thing where you say like, okay, send this code to one of my other registered devices which I don't love. Right. But okay. Oh, we'll look, do you that. can get a YubiKey that's an earring. Oh, they're so cute. I have, I have a couple. Lucy, but you YubiKey could, you could, user, has an earring. It would not, I mean, in my mental model of walking through what they're talking about here, I mean, if you get this right, it's not going to be hard to lock yourself out. If you get this wrong, yeah, it'll be real hard. You're so mega screwed. Like I said on Twitter, you've locked your, you've locked the keys to your new tank inside of your new tank. <laughs> Right. Am I wrong? Like when no, it's like when you buy scissors and it comes in that impossible to open package right? from China. What is the deal? And you don't you need Who's a scissors to open stuff? it. Who are the marketing geniuses coming up with two f- But like if you've got I mean I agree like on my whole I mean, I'm not going to say too much, but yeah, we're we do two factor things and everybody hates it, but it's what we do. And um 
Yeah. So that's um, going to be interesting. Maybe we'll wrap back around. But like, it's so it's so flimsy. Like, I, I mean, with Google, I mean, I don't know. I'm just going to toss this out. I think a, one uh, not terrible idea is, guys, get on get on two FA for Google. Like, get on Authenticator or YubiKey. Like, that's just a good idea. And they do make it fairly easy to do. And then shut off the SMS. But like, I, I mean, a lot of these when you turn on the alternate versions of alternative versions of 2FA, it doesn't automatically turn off SMS. You keep getting SMS messages when you're using your YubiKey. And it's like, I don't know. I try real hard to understand this stuff and I'm still very confused a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, I think most people are, and it's, it's such a strange problem to have. Well, there's stakes, there's stakes for getting it wrong. Yeah. You know, if you forget to copy out your 10 codes or whatever, you're mega screwed. Yeah. You don't want to lose your Gmail account. No. Anyways, oh, it's I'm like, sorry. Well, Cut it's, all that out. Here, no, we'll leave that because it's important. But this is, I think this is going to affect people. No, it I mean, will. They're it nudging will. people toward this. The people are suing Tim at this point over um, yeah. 2FA. Did you see that? I, I'd heard about it. I didn't put it in the yeah. show notes. Do you have a good link for that? No, I'm looking at it right now. Go ahead. See what you can say. Uh, well, I, uh, I forgot it. Um, um, 2FA, do you don't want to lose your Gmail? Yes, yes, um, yes. Uh, like the whole, the whole issue that you run into is that there, there isn't a good way to do it. I mean, having a text going to your phone or devices to allow you to log into something is, it's really not good. And, and if you think about it, passwords in general are really not good. They've always well, to, been a to problem. Quote, to quote the band, the wonderful band, that dog, by definition, a crush must hurt. If this were easy to do, it wouldn't be working. Right. That's your problem. Your problem is you've been living in a world where everything is easy to do. And that, mean, that means it's also easy for other people to do. Mm -hmm. If you aren't a little bit inconvenienced by this, you haven't gone far enough. That's a good way to look at it. You're right. I don't know. I, I just, I feel like there has to be a better way uh, I don't know what that would be. They've got to get out of this SMS stuff. And like mm -hmm. the whole thing of like sending everything to all your devices does not feel surpassingly secure. No, to me. not at all. I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know. And that's not to say that, you know, Authenticator or Authy is going to be the total solution, but like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, the idea that you can't log into something without having another thing that you also have to log in and protect. Um, and that could be compromised or lost. Mm -hmm. I think about that all the time with losing my phone. Like I would survive if I lost my phone, but like because of the way the world works, a lot of what I need to do will involve my phone, yeah. even if I'm not using my phone. That's so true. And it's like, that's a little bit scary. And, and I got to be honest with you, having um, moved into the YubiKey lifestyle, Apple is not surpassingly supportive of YubiKey. I mean, I think there's other. Do you recommend YubiKey for people? I mean, I'd recommend learning about it. Yeah, and if you've got a Mac or if you've got a, a PC that plays well with it, it's like a no-brainer. You just hit the button or whatever, and it says, "Okay, yeah, this is your thing." And it looks you know? for people who haven't seen this, it looks like a little USB thumb drive, right? And yeah, that goes into your. Your... They, have, they have wireless ones too. Oh, do they? But, um, you can have wireless, you can have a straight, like a key that goes in like a USB drive, or you can get one that has a, um, uh, that has a cable to go from like, mm, what's the Google one? USB mini? Mm. Oh, right. right. Anyway, there's, there's a variety of different ones. Just go, you know, learn about it, learn about it. And so do you, then you plug it into your computer of choice and you press the button and that, that unlocks the thing for you. 
Ideally, but like if you go to go 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 look at YubiKey Mac OS, like just Google that and go look at the details about this. It is not as simple. It's just it's not simple. And a lot of times you do have to use an alternate way to get into certain things. It's it's not easy, but I guess that's by definition a crush must hurt. Yeah, look at that. Okay, so there's YubiKey 5 NFC, YubiKey 5C, 5 Nano. Maybe that's the one she was using as an earring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you know, I I don't know. There's no no easy, good, complete, fail-safe, forever solution to any of this stuff, and that's what makes it complicated. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, Apple is going to lead the charge on privacy as part of their brand. Mm -hmm. I think they need to do something more innovative than SMS codes or, or broadcasting your six digit code to every device you own. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I know, I know you got to log in and DDLD, but like, you know, I mean, it's sort of like that setting you used to be able to do on a Linksys where when somebody pings you, it doesn't even return that the ping was received. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. you want something that's like a dead drop, like, there's not even a way to see if this thing is turned on yeah. without, you know what I mean? I I, it should be absolutely, you know, like those people who put glue into their um, USB drive, you know, so you can't put a key in. What do you call it? Airlocked, right? Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's an old thing where you could supposedly put, you could put hot glue into your USB if you didn't, if you wanted a totally airlocked machine. Oh, wow. I'm not saying you have to be that crazy, but like, let's see where we are in one year. I bet it gets crazier. And like, you know. Anyway, I worry about these things. Even when I've had sleep, I worry about these oh, things. Oh, it's a good it's a good thing to be prepared. It's a great thing to be prepared. It's just, it's just a good thing to worry about. A great day. Yeah. Okay, listen, let's button this up. Okay. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin Man.